I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The right of the people to keep and wear orange shall not be infringed. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Q's Militia Podcast and follow on Twitter at Q's Militia. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it with your friends and family. Joe, how you feeling today, brother? Oh, good, Sean, good. I am uh, thrilled, dude. Pumped. Football's right here, man. I mean, college, pro, fantasy football, uh, gambling, if you're into that, you know. Gambling. Well, it's funny you mentioned gambling, Joe. Now, maybe people ask you for your advice on, you know, what games to pick, who to bet on this week. I know if they ask me, I either say, I don't know, or go to Joe. But if you (laughs) think you know who to bet on this week, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That is why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they're the best bet this season. They've been in business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet on the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code QS to activate your offer. My bookie on, go visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y. B-O-O-K-I-E, and don't forget to use the promo code CUSE, C-U-S-E, and that will get you your dollar for dollar up to $1,000 in free play. So you throw in 50 bucks, they put in another 50, you have 100 bucks to play with right off the bat. pretty intriguing. You win, you get paid. My bookie. All right. So, um... We had we had a poll, but first the reviews. We are going to give away. Um, you know, we I sent out some koozies the other day, yesterday, today. Uh, huh. we, we got some more going out. We will do that at the end. Um, the iTunes reviews are extremely important to um, basically getting recognized on iTunes, and it also. People check them out, man. People check them out when they're looking for a podcast. They check out the reviews, and it may be the difference between someone subscribing or not. So, no, that's um, what I do. 
Yeah, no. exactly. You check out the reviews. So is is um, as many of those as we can get, we'd really appreciate it. It only takes a second yes, to do that. Please. So uh, we put out a poll. Uh, I guess it was earlier this week, right? Or was it the end yeah. of last week? No, I think okay. it was earlier this week. Okay. Last week. It's only Tuesday. <laughs> um, it, it was at it, it's at all the all the polls will be at at S Y R B A L O at Sir Ball. Um, it, and the question was, which upset for this Orange football season are you willing to go on record predicting? We picked four teams. We picked at Clemson, uh, Notre Dame, which is a neutral game, versus Florida State at home, or at Boston College. So, uh, this is a this this poll was I think it was it was level headed. I mean, the the outcome was level headed, and I think that everybody, you know, they were safe with it. They wanted, uh, that's why I put in there uh, go on record. But yeah. uh, well, what what ended up what ended up being the final numbers? Um, let's see. The the least likely at fourteen percent out of two hundred and two votes was Clemson. Fourteen percent. Of course. Okay. And you know, well, I kind of agree with that, right? Well, yes. W- I thought it would have been lower. I know, but here's the shocker. Here's the shocker. Um, the second lowest percentage at twenty percent was at Boston College. So. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that that's not really a shocker to me. Based no, upon no. how they finished last year and some of the guys they got coming back. Yeah, well um, they're, they're I, I think that's gonna be a tough game for us. Yeah, um if you looked at Syracuse.com, they um they did their power rankings for the ACC and I think they placed them in fourth. So um, yeah. um so the winner at thirty six percent was uh at uh or excuse me, versus Florida State. In the dome. Yep. So that's what I went for. Yeah, that's what I went for. And uh, Notre Dame came in second uh, with thirty. So yeah, uh, that seems like about right. That's kind of what I figured. I think Clemson should have been a little bit lower, but yeah, I think so too. I think so too. But people are on, you know, they're, maybe some of them are still high off of last year. But um, yeah. polls will be coming out every week, especially now since games are coming up. The yes, other sir. thing to look out for on Twitter and Facebook is the fan feedback. We always do a fan feedback segment. We really started doing it uh, last uh, basketball season, and we use your comments and um, the things you say on Twitter and Facebook, and we bring them into the show. So be on the lookout for that on Twitter at SYRBall and at Cuse Militia and also at Cuse Militia Podcast on Facebook. So, the depth chart came out, I guess it was what, um, yesterday? Yes, yesterday. Yeah. And, you know, Baber's kind of, he, you know, tongue-in-cheek with when they're asking him who the starting quarterback's going to be. I think we all knew. But, yeah. you know, he put his poker face on. So uh, just a question for you, Joe. Was there? I, I read through it, you know. I mean, I don't know. Is there anything that, that raised an eyebrow with you or stuck out to you that you weren't expecting? Uh, not really that I wasn't expecting, especially after taking a good look at Western Michigan today. Uh, just that I know that they've talked over the spring about going to a four, two, five. And I know we talked about it in another podcast, but looking at the way that Western Michigan moves and Lester's offense and everything, uh, they've decided to start off, well, go with a four, three, at least start off with it against Western Michigan this Friday night. So, uh, they stuck, a. Andrew Armstrong in there as the uh, third linebacker with Ryan Guthrie and Keelan Wittner. 
But then looking at it, I don't see anything that um, that really surprised me. Everything that we kind of thought that was going to happen happened. I think there's going to be uh, a lot of depth and a lot of people subbing in and, and giving people rest. So I'm just glad that they finally, <laughs> Babers finally came out and said that Dungey was the starter. Yeah, where I know you were, he was having a little bit of fun with the media with that, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the only other you weren't nervous about that, be, though, really, were you? No, 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 not at all. Okay. But still, it's just yeah. I mean, then why the do mind that? Games. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. But the only other probably notable thing would be that uh, Cody Conway is staying over at the left tackle, and Coda Martin will will be over at the right tackle. So. Uh, they finally figured out which positions those two were going to take to finish up the offensive ta- or offensive line. So, other than that, really no surprises. But we're deeper, there will be more subs, and uh, I can't wait to see what this this defense has got. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I'm really excited about the deep. I'm re- I'm a- I'm actually excited about. Every- well, I'm excited everything. about both. I'm excited to see the but receivers and who steps up, and obviously, the. Uh, that's what I'm keeping my eye on. But after seeing Cordy's comment, twi- tweet? Uh, tweet, yeah, yeah, like I really want to see those young defensive backs. I guess Trill Williams is really good, and Andre Cisco did end up being the free safety starter. So there's some guys out there. There's gonna be some new faces, especially at linebacker, and then at the receiver as well. So I can, I mean, like you said, just the whole team. They've been talking about how good the offensive so, line is. So, I, yeah, I kind of want to see yeah. how the offensive line is gonna go. So, so it's a lot different. So I'm, I'm just excited, man. It's here, you know. Yeah, we got uh, you know, we're starting over with a healthy Dungy. We got a, a you know, a, a really young defense, and in the offensive lines all switched around. That uh, Cody Martin uh, is uh, is that Dead Babers' um, son-in-law, and that's going to be interesting to see. So, yeah, it's exciting, man. And you know, it's always exciting the, the beginning of the year. It's always exciting. So. Um, I just hope they impress. I got good feelings about it, and I don't usually get good feelings about Syracuse football. Like, I'm not no. always that high on them. So, um, uh, <laughs> all right. Friday, August 31st. Let's get down to the nuts and bolts of this. At 6 yes, o'clock, sir. Waldo Stadium, Kalamazoo, Michigan. The game is on CBS Sports Network. Uh, Western Michigan quarterback Joe Wasink. Miss, uh, he missed some of last season, 2017, with a broken collarbone, but he is getting all of his top receivers back from last year. And they have the ability to spread the field. Their defense has a def- decent pass rush with maybe a questionable SU line. Uh, you know, add in the fact that this is their season home opener in Western Michigan and top it all off um, with that this team is, is probably one of the favorites for the MAC title this year. So, Joe, can Dungy, uh, Ravion Pierce, Devin Butler, Strickland, Moniel, can they click enough early in this season to come out of Kalamazoo with a W? Yeah, I think so. They should be able to. All right, uh, that's it. Well, that's it. We'll, Done. we'll talk to you Absolutely. after the game. <laughs> Done. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Western Michigan is it's going to be tough because we are going to Western Michigan for the opener and we are playing against another former coach, Tim Lester. But this is a little bit different uh, than Schaefer at Middle Tennessee State last year. And uh, Lester's the second year. He was six and six last year and four and four in the MAC. And this year they're actually preseason pick to finish third in the MAC West behind Northern Illinois and Toledo. So uh, they they had. 10, they had 10 seniors graduate, but they had 21 players last year suffered season-ending injuries. Mm. 
So, and they are only two years removed from a MAC championship in a Cotton Bowl appearance with their former coach PJ Fleck. So, I looked at at this at this stuff today, and you you mentioned John Wasink. Uh, he's a junior, and like you said, he got hurt, broke his collarbone last year. But when he when he got hurt, he was leading the the MAC in the completion percentage. They also get back uh, two running backs. Uh, Levante Bellamy averaged almost eight yards per carry, and he. Um, he was out with an ankle injury last year, uh, finished his season. And I guess this spring, he's reportedly uh, ran a 4-3-2-40. So they have a guy that's got some speed. Uh, another running back, Jamari Bogan, who's their kind of go-to guy. Uh, he had 112 carries for 589 yards before he broke his foot last year. Um, they, I mean, they got guys. You talked about the receivers. They're also bringing in a uh, transfer that sat out last year from Michigan, 6'4", tall guy. Uh, they're returning Dwayne uh, Eskridge, who's also around the four 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 sub forty. You know, uh, Keyshawn Watson. Their offense looks to be pretty dynamic as far as having some experienced playmakers playmakers back. And they also have an offensive line that's returning an All MAC first team center. So you're talking about the best center in the MAC last year. He's a senior this year, uh, a junior guard who was the second team MAC player last year. And they're also bringing in – well, they're not bringing in, but they have a redshirt senior returning. So he's had five years under his belt. So they they look to have kind of a stud offensive line, and they got they got the guys behind them. So that now you see why why Babers decided to, to go 4-3. So, um, yeah. Um, y- yeah. When you really look at this offense, when I looked at it and I, I saw some of the stuff, they got some hungry guys. That are, there was a season's got cut short by injury last year, which you can't say that, that – I mean – Happens in every team, Eric Dungy, and we've had some guys too. But uh, well, their offense looks like—I mean—that's why I, I, I said earlier that I kind of can't wait to see this this defense because this defense is going to get challenged. This is not going to be the worst offense this defense sees this year by far. So right, you got a lot of you got a lot of you know older guys coming back uh, that have played together already against a defense that's kind of light on its feet. You know, right? You know, so. That's going to be the test of the game. Would you agree that yes. our defense versus their offense is going to be the major test of the game? I think so. I think it depends on how well, how, well, how the rest of their offensive line kind of fills out um, because we do have a good defensive line. So if their offensive line can handle our defensive line, then I do think that we're going to have some issues. And they do have some speedsters uh, and a decent tall guy. That he was like a Michigan transfer, so you know that he he was talented. So, um, yeah, that's definitely one of those things where I can definitely that's going to be one of the main matchups because looking at their defense, I'm not so sold that they're going to be able to stop our offense. So, it's kind of looking like the same kind of situation, but opposite when you look at it. Yeah, I think. Don't you? Th- I mean, I think, I think our offense is. I mean, when Eric Dungy is healthy. I mean, he's throwing for over 300 yards. You know, he's he's running. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, if, if, I mean, just well, go, just to give you a little background of their defense, because I mean, you just see everyone they're returning as far as their offense. When I looked right. at their defense, um, I looked at their defensive line. They lost a lot of guys. They lost uh, their defensive line. They do not have one 300 pounder on their team. I'm not saying that's the most important, but their their heaviest. Uh, D tackle is 290, which I see here and talk about it lightly. But I mean, we got a couple guys that are bigger than that. Um, so 
and you know that our offensive line has been touted as being pretty strong and pretty experienced. So I'm hoping that that our offensive line is going to be able to handle that kind of no problem. Uh, this team also, just like us, lost all three of their linebackers starters last year. Uh, they do have a transfer from Rutgers that sat out last year, Najee Clayton, who's going to be a starter and he's going to be one of their main guys. But, uh, you know, that's a that's a, a linebacking core that's starting all over. Um, and their defensive backs, they lost uh, their top two cornerbacks. Got They both got drafted. Um, and right now, actually, when I looked at their depth chart, they're, they're too deep for their cornerbacks. The tallest corner they had was 5'11". And right now, their number one corner is Juwan Dowles, who was a graduate transfer from Syracuse. So he transferred from us because he wasn't really going to see the playing time. And it was he was a graduate, so he didn't have to sit out and went to Western Michigan. And now he's the best corner. So they do have a, a junior safety, Justin Tranquil, who's got some speed. And he is he's another guy that kind of leads. It's probably going to be him and that uh, Najee Clayton uh, linebacker who's probably the two guys that you got to look out most. But when I look at their defense, man, I, I look at their defenses is kind of I mean, we're more complete of a defense than them. So. Yeah. Look, just breaking it down, I just think that we're just going to have an easier time moving the ball than they are against us. But, you know, that's why they play the game. There's turnovers, there's field possession. Weird things happen. You know, football's out long, so it bounces weird ways. So, and it's only, a, you know, a six-point spread. So, Well, it's, it's I mean, actually the spread, according to my bookie, right now it's actually moved down to five and a half. Really? Yeah. See it moves as people as people uh, as people take, t- start take those taking bets, bets on yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, with that said, Joe, I think uh, yeah. as long as we have my bookie on board, I think uh, we should do our due diligence for my bookie and have the expert uh, gambler on the show. Uh, oh, jeez. G- give his pr- give his prediction on the uh, over under here at five and a half. Well. It's not the over-under. It's just the line. But uh, I don't even know what the over-under is. What's, what's the over-under? Oh, 65? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, 65 and a half. No, oh, okay. Oh. You know, like I said, it's. I think that Syracuse is going to win. I think that it is going to be one of those things where it's going to be tough for us to stop them. But I think the one main thing that's going to make me definitely now that it moved down to five and a half, so Syracuse wins by six and it covers – I'm I'm going to take Syracuse, and I know people are going to think it's a homer pick, but uh, the one thing also that kind of gets me is that um, that I saw was Western Michigan. They play at Michigan next week, and that's one of those in-state rivals. So you never really know if that's going to you know if maybe some some teams are looking ahead. And I did check out some forums and some comments and stuff and. There's been a lot of chatter on Western Michigan fans that they're like, kind of they're they already think that they beat Syracuse. Like they're not even worried about them. They're they're worried about like week two against Michigan. That's what's kind of funny. Well, there was Syracuse. even a there was even a comment that said something about you know, you know, it's first time in a couple of years we get a Power Five team and it's got to be sorry Syracuse or something like that. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> so I I saw that and you know some teams can get overlooked and again Syracuse isn't really the the biggest name out there in college football. So that's why I'm going to take, take I'm going to take Syracuse minus five and a half to beat them. All right. Um, well, all right. Well, there's your, there's Joe's my bookie pick. Remember, join my bookie now and they'll match your deposit. 
dollar for dollar. Use promo code Q's to activate the offer. Uh, visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code Q's for up to a thousand dollars match in free play. Uh, you play, you win, you get paid. All right. Joe, so you're... Hey, don't get it twisted, by the way. I'm not telling you what to do. That's just my opinion. Yeah, we're not trying to turn anybody into... We're not trying to break homes either, by the way, just for the record. Yeah. <laughs> but, but hey, you you mentioned you mentioned how, you know, even some teams are... are well, are there's, there's reverb out there about, you know, kind of overlooking Syracuse. And uh, it just reminded me, um, I just pulled it up, the ACC... Power rankings. I think we mentioned. I mentioned Boston, Boston College. College earlier. Yep. Yeah, they're they're fourth. So I'm just gonna run through these like super quick. Of course, we got Clemson, and then we got Miami, and you know those are those are easy, right? I think everything else is kind of murky after this. And you got Florida State, okay? Boston College at fourth, Duke fifth. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. This is Syracuse.com. Chris Carlson, by the way. Yeah, he picked. He picked him. Yeah, he's got Duke in fifth in the power rankings, uh, preseason this power. Isn't rankings. basketball, Chris? <laughs> I know. Uh, NC State in sixth, uh, Virginia Tech in seventh. We're still not to Syracuse yet. Uh, Wake Forest in eighth, Louisville in ninth, Georgia Tech in tenth, and then eleventh we get to Syracuse. Twelfth Pitt, and then thirteenth Notre Dame, fourteenth Virginia. So, you know. Syracuse isn't getting any love from the media. They can't even get love from local media. So it would be a huge, it would be a, it would be a huge finger in the eye to a lot of these people to come out here and play a full sixty minutes this Friday night uh, away from the dome against a team that's kind of sneaky good, and it'd be a probably be a hard fought game. And if they can pull that out, I think it says something. You know, if they lose, and we're you know, you know. <laughs> It, yeah, it well, help. you have to look at it as we've been battling each other. It's been a competitive, competitive camp. Uh, these guys are a lot stronger than 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 what they were, obviously, two years ago, even last year. And they're ready to beat up on somebody else. And unlike Western Michigan, who's got to go to Michigan next week, you know, we got a home game against Wagner. So, yeah. I mean, not to say I hate to overlook any game, but, uh, I mean, realistically, as Syracuse, you have to look back the last year and say, Okay, that Scott Schaefer mess and all this emotion stuff. Like we're not going to let that happen again. You know, you got we're playing against old coaches. Well, whatever. Like yeah, we got to we got to we got to start the season off strong because yeah. they talk about bowl game. This is and that. This is a huge. This is a huge start. A huge start. I mean, you just you want to be able to come off, and and no matter do what it has do whatever you have to take because I mean, there's people that go out there and put it all on the line. And if you got to sit out against Wagner. Then I think our our depth, our young depth, could probably pull that off. You know, so that's just that's the mentality. That's the mentality you'd have to go out and just. I mean, you want to do that every game, but it's human nature to overlook people. And you, if, if you're Syracuse, you almost got to look like you know, go in, get knock this out, and then come back home and you know Prepare take it easy Wagner. a little bit, but still yeah. you know get it done and go get get to two and zero. You just got to get to two and zero by all means necessary. Uh, I th- I think so. I think so. I think that's a. You- you start you start strong and you get you get that momentum and you gain that confidence and then you just roll with it, man. You roll with it. I think they can do it, but this is I think this is a really important game. 
Yeah. It's cra- you know what I mean? In Western Michigan, people are like, I mean, even when I first heard it, to be honest with you, before I really like did some some research on it, you know, you had mentioned something to me like, yeah, I don't know, man. Don't, you know, don't overlook them. But once I just started doing my research and you're right, I mean, it's just like, you know, you can't be. So, like I said, there's two years removed from a, a MAC championship and a Cotton Bowl appearance. They, they uh, were a very good team. PJ Fleck went ahead and I think he got hired by Texas. I want to say, I don't even know, but, um, you know, Tim Lester's come in and you got to think that Babers's message this whole week has been, you know, we're not going to get Scott Schaefer by Tim Lester. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just by so that my, whole middle Tennessee state thing last year. Like, yeah, you know, I yeah. feel like that's all, that's almost a chip on your shoulder. There's a lot of chips on people's shoulders. You know, oh, this, is Dungy's, this is Dungy's last year, but yeah. also you, he's you the one with the biggest chip. He went out yeah. last year too. Yeah, and he loves Tim. I mean, Tim Lester, they recruited him. Like, that's his boy. Like, you know, so, but, you know, at the end of the day, he's got to go in there and tear him apart, and then he can go say hi after. Yeah, exactly. This is you the know, bottom line. Uh, you got to do it. You can't fall. You can't. I, you know, I went back and watched that Middle Tennessee State game a couple different times after it actually originally aired, and there's no reason why we should have lost that game other than just bonehead, stupid stuff. So, yeah, it was, uh, and this kind of is that kind of that thing, because as much as Western Michigan probably does have some good talent and they definitely do on the offensive end from what it looks like. I mean, you got a bunch of guys that were injured and then all of them might not have played with each other. Um, and you have a defense that's completely rebuilding. So they look like they're in worse shape than us. Uh, there's a reason why we've been, I think we opened up at a six and a half, maybe seven. We've been a touchdown favorite pretty much from, from the go. So, and again, that's on the road and we usually don't get too much, uh, respect. So I think we'll be okay as long as we don't make too many mistakes, man. And obviously you can say that to probably every single game, but, um, I think we're the better team. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, Let's hope so. I think we're the better team too. It, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's let's get this win and start the football season off right. Yeah, I'm exactly. gonna be at a wedding. I don't want to be in a crappy mood. Let's get it done. <laughs> yeah, I know it. It would be um, it'd be a real finger in the eye after all this hype that you and I. I mean, I don't know what everybody else goes through, but we've been waiting for this for a while. So yeah. Um, all right, well, that's it to wrap it up. You, you, you're sticking with your with your um, your line pick? Syracuse minus five and a half. Yes, sir. Okay, all right. All right, time to pick a review. Listen, I am going to pick. I, you know, I don't know who this is. I don't know who this is, but his, his – um, oh, crap, hold on. I'm going to do two. I'm going to do two because one of these guys says he hates us, but he gave us five stars. So, I hate both of you. <laughs> From I hate both of you. Must listen for all Q's fans. Bayheim did nothing wrong. I hate you. I hate both of you. Email uh, militia at gmail.com and uh, give me your address, and we'll, we'll send out a couple uh, can koozies to you. Uh, D Snake. One more. D Snake. Subscribe. Don't miss an episode. D Snake. militia at gmail.com. Email us. And we'll get you out your can koozies. And we appreciate it. Remember, if you give a five-star review and uh, a a, a five-star rating and a quick review, you too could, uh, who knows, maybe you got some can koozies coming to your house. Even me? Oh, 
don't even get me started on you. <laughs> don't even get me started on you because I have your address somewhere. But all I said was, hey, shoot me your address when you get a chance. That was last Thursday, Friday. I don't know. You still haven't shot me your address. And I went and sent out those those candy. I don't koozies. know. I don't want you to know where I live. And I don't uh, need no stinking koozies. <laughs> It Save has your name the on them. They Save have for the fans. It has your name on them, though. It does. It does. Oh, uh, that but anyway, could be anybody. It, anyway, you it's didn't Joe respond Schmo. anyway, and I brought them all with me. I brought them all with me to the post office, and I left dejected with a with another bag full of can koozies I didn't get to send out. So, um, also be on the lookout for the polls. Uh, Joe and I will come up with a poll, probably. Be- Manana. Be- yeah, we'll do it before the game. And then um, and then uh, the fan feedback immediately after the game. Head to Facebook. Head to at SYR Ball. Head to at Q's Militia. And we will have the um, the fan feedback section where you can comment. And uh, we'll, we, we'll go over that in the next show. So that's it. That's all I got. Joe, anything else? Nope. I'm all good, right. buddy. Let's go Q's. All right, go Q's. Um, we need this. Big time, and um, we'll be back. Uh, you know, more Cuse Militia podcast is inevitable. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. This has been the Cuse Militia podcast with Sean and Joe. Be heard. Contact us on Facebook at Cuse Militia Podcast and tweet at us using hashtag Cuse Militia. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives... There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.